Margie Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> We're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. Oh, whatever it is. Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Mikey Worthington Comedy Podcast. This is episode 57 with uh, the guys from Average Advice. Uh, this one here is a swap cast, so it was um, previously recorded uh, by the guys at Average Advice. So I went over and did their podcast recently, um, and this one here is the um, the swap cast edition so that anyone on this side of the fence can see the, um, see the episode. They, uh, they're, they're really fun. Thanks heaps for having me on, guys, if you're listening. Um, and make sure you go over to their social media and give them a follow so that you can see more of their episodes. Um, yeah, but this one here's a video episode, so you can uh, you can check it all out. Um, speaking of checking it out, I've got my meme selection here. So um, I promised that I would um, announce the winner of my meme competition um, at the start of my podcast, next podcast. Um, if you're only listening to the audio edition, the memes will be up on my um, Instagram and on my YouTube page. So make sure you go over to Marky Worthington Comedy on Facebook, Instagram or YouTube um, and you can check out the meme episodes. Um, but also if you, um, want to follow me on Twitter, it's Marky Worthington. Oh, it's just Marky Comedy on Twitter. No Worthington. You know how it is. Twitter likes to keep their names short. Too long for Twitter, you know. Um, but thanks everyone for, uh, tuning in and, uh, cheers for the, um, cheers for all the votes and getting stuff, um, getting stuff ready for 2022. Now let's, uh, get into the episode. Cheers. I love it. I love that. It's the Marky Worthington podcast with Marky Worthington. All right, Zah, back again for another episode. Welcome back to Average Advice. Yeah, I know. We're, we're killing it this week. Two in a row. Two in a row. Two in a row. This week, we wanted to do something a little bit different. So we brought in a friend of mine. Another um, guest. That I, I met through stand-up comedy, some of the open mics around Canberra. Um, but it's Marky Worthington is your last name? That's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Marky Worthington. Worthington. Welcome, Marky. It's good Perfect. to have you on. Appreciate you coming in, mate. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, man. I'm used to being on the other side of the <laughs> mic. Yeah, the, well, I mean, um, you've had your podcast for a while now, right? Yeah, well, I've been doing um, doing my comedy podcast. Oh, man, I think my first episode, I remember hyping my gig at the Canberra Comedy Festival, which was like 2018. Yeah. So I've been doing it since then, uh, twice a month since then. So. Yeah, so... Did you create the podcast to sort of help your comedy career? Is that the, was that the point, or was it sort of more of a sidestep sort of thing? Just wanted to do both things, just no, creative dude, element. I created the podcast to help my mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like getting in and just because I always found like after mics and stuff, you might have um, remembered um, when when you were cool and did comedy. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> I told you he was going to give me shit about that. You like Mark's going to give me shit. <laughs> I told Mark's you going to give me shit. <laughs> I'll come back. Yeah, well, now you can come back with the following of a podcast as yeah. well. So come back strong. But yeah, no, I um, you probably remember like a lot of the time you'd end up just having these like conversations after the mic, like mm-hmm. bu- like after the mic, a bunch of comedians would just chat. Yeah, and it's just like, man, this is like the funniest conversation that I've heard. Mm. And I've unfortunately never been able to reproduce that conversation on the podcast. After never two years, it. it's still not funny, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's where you can't capture those natural um, conversations as much. You just have to be recording all the time. That's basically, that's what I find. 
I, I like it because where you you host the um, open mics at uh, the basement in, yep. in Belconnen. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. Um, which is like I love that setup. I've only done one there, and I, I basically half bombed. Um, <laughs> I had a few laughs, but it was pretty bomby. But I was more nervous than anything because like I hadn't been on such a big stage before. Um, but even with there, they have you have like a mad green room out the back for mm. the comedians and stuff. So it's it's an environment to create like good comedy. And some of the the scene around here is great. Like, how long have you been doing comedy for? Oh man, oh excellent segue into your first question, which I've seen. <laughs> we try not to mention it, Mark. <laughs> that's all right. Pretend that's, all that's right. not there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. We just it goes with the flow. We don't yeah. plan questions. No. Yeah. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, I've seen it in my mind, man. Like, <laughs> it's your mind map. Uh, yeah. Like I run a podcast, but I can see the future as well. <laughs> That's like my less popular ability. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, the uh, the the comedy scene. I've been, I've been in doing comedy since like uh, November 2017. Okay, so a while now. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, depends on. Um, it depends on when this comes out. I mean, yeah. it could be someone might be listening to this episode in six years' time and think that, damn, that's a long time. It's yeah. true. And he still hasn't gotten funnier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've got the gnome look. So, like, you've got the big, bushy beard. So, like, even if you're not funny, people will still laugh at you. So, yeah. that's what you want. All right. Fucking hell. You want to get on stage if you're going to start roasting me. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was I, all compliments. That was all compliments because I can't grow a beard. Oh, I was man. listening to, because Tim obviously was like, we're having on Mark. You should listen to his podcast. And I was listening to, you know, you speaking with one of your mates I forget the name now yeah. but about you know you going through school and sort of being the class clown mm. so it sounds like you know this was always something that you were always prone to do you sort of it was this something you always wanted to do or is it just like the way that you you sort of were you know you sort of you're a funny sort of, man yeah that you wanted to be funny you wanted to be the person that made people laugh that's just sort of the person you wanted to be as a kid like how did that happen oh <coughs> uh, it's it's just part of the program, man. They're like, you're too funny to be in a normal fucking job. So yeah. You do it. No, it's um, basically what happens is everything I wanted to do, I've always just thought, oh, like I'll, I'll do comedy on the side. Yeah. Like every, yeah. Every, so it's always been a hobby. Yeah. I've yeah. always just seen, I've never, I never like considered it as a potential to be a full-time thing. I still don't. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to break into the Australian scene. Yeah. Australia, Australian market's not that good. Like when you look at America and stuff where they have mm -hmm. comedy clubs, like every couple of blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're clubs designed for comedy. Like Australian, you didn't, I didn't even think there was a comedy scene in camera until I sort of started doing it. And you sort of, sort of you look for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so in 2017 was when I started, but I've been wanting to do comedy for years. Mm -hmm. Like like you mentioned, like when I was in high school, I just pointed to Zara for anyone listening to the <laughs> audio edition. Um, but the um, every, everything I ever wanted to do, I always considered to like I wanted to do something with comedy. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized like, oh, I can actually, like I Googled it, like Canberra had a comedy scene and I could just, there was only three mics a month then. Wow, okay. yeah. And um, oh, like so two and a half if you count the Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. I has like so the comedy scene Phoenix. in Canberra must it's is it sort of a hard it's a harder place to to build a comedy career like in a small smaller town like Canberra or has it grown yeah. over the years or it's, gr it's definitely, definitely grown. grown yeah um, but a, a lot of uh, just to uh, cut you off, Tim. Um, the right. um, the scene is. Only it's grown from people like going elsewhere, like Sydney or Melbourne, mm -hmm. and then coming back and yep. building it. Yeah, and a lot of the people that are big, bigger comedians in Canberra are big outside of Canberra first, or mm -hmm. as well. Like, so, so they'll be based in Canberra, but they'll do a lot of Sydney and Melbourne gigs and yep. just sort of come back here for like 
Well, uh, in yeah. Melbourne, there's a lot of actual comedy clubs. Like, there's a pretty good scene down in Melbourne because I, I, I remember we went down to Melbourne a couple yeah. of years ago and we went to, like, three different um, open mics just because they were just there. There was something to do. And there's... Mm. Um, I think that's the downside of Canberra. It's what it, because there's there is a, a quite a big crew of um open micers and just interested in comedy, uh, but it's just hard to find time. Like hard to get up on stage as much as as much as possible. Yeah, especially when you're early, you need to be up on stage like basically all the time. Mm. Um, and that's, I suppose that's the benefit of America because you can get up like Monday through to Sunday if you if yeah. you are so inclined. Like, mm. and you knew people. Um, I think media, uh, like America, has like that larger market as well. Like if, if you huge. you can break through to a larger audience, that's like the potential in America. That's why Hollywood's so big. Mm-hmm. That's why that sort of thing is so much easier over there. It is a bit of a shame, but yeah. I mean, maybe maybe it means the Australians that do it, are, we fought we fight harder for it. Most mo- most good um, Australian comedians end up going over to the states. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if this know. was something that you could. If you could do comedy full time, is that something you would do, or do you prefer it being sort of just like a side thing? Like, you know? yeah, I've I've always wanted to do it. Like ever since I started, I was like in 2017, I was like I could see myself doing this full yeah. time. Mm. Yeah. Um. And dude, if you go into it without that mentality, get the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. Like if it, oh true. shit, are we allowed to swear on this? Thing? Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah. Fuck. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. But I. Too bad. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, there goes my comedy career in the States. <laughs> <laughs> so, fuck. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, if you, like, it's I'm the same with anything, not just comedy. Like, yeah. if I do anything, I always picture myself doing that, like, in, like, a professional, yeah. like, way. Otherwise, what's the point of doing it? Yeah, like, why yeah. go into, like, how many people that I've, I've met so many people over the years that are, like, they, they like, just sold their golf clubs. And mm-hmm. you're, like... Why did you? What did you give up golf for? And say, oh, I never really liked it. Well, what the fuck did you do it for yeah. ten years, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, people that just like do something for ten years. Waste of time. They're not, yeah. they're not fully into it. Like and the they people, still do it. like yeah. marriages. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the people that like, um, yeah, they stay at a really shitty job that they hate just because you know they're stuck there. Mm. And like, I think there was um, Joe Rogan said on a podcast recently. Oh, he shout was, out when he listens back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Look, if if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, he's this up and coming podcaster we're, in America. We're still waiting for our shout out. His yeah. show can't believe it has happened. Um, but he he said this thing in, you know, to a podcaster. Um, I think it was just like, oh, it was on Kill Tony. Are you familiar with Kill Tony? I'm not, no. Yeah. So it's a really cool premise. But um, Tony Hinchcliffe is a comedian over in America. Um, hosts this open mic podcast. So he goes to an actual place and mm. people sign up to do a minute. And then some of them are new, some of them are good. But he has like professional comedians oh, there. Cool. So Joe Rogan said, he's just like, do you have a job? And the guy was like, yeah, I've got, a, I'm an accountant. He's just like, you need to get rid of that. Mm. Cause he's like, if you have a backup, you'll never make it in comedy mm. because yeah. you, you need to like full on hundred percent commit. You need to do the, the, the yard yard work. And if you have a backup, you just won't do it. Because it is time. It is tough though. I mean, it's hard to, especially you saying in Canberra, it's hard to break into the scene. It's hard to be a full-time comedian. Like you Almost need to actually yeah. have an income. Which well, is like acting. Full-time, it's yeah. like full-time acting yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like the only way to do it is because you have to build your lifestyle around doing that. Like all these actors and stuff are getting hospital jobs or jobs that you can easily just drop and go and get do an audition. You know what I mean? This is actually something I wanted to bring up that I knew you already knew because you can, you know, see the future. But I wanted to ask about <laughs> how, how you can balance, you know, working full time with with doing the podcast doing comedy like what's the balance like and how do you make time for each thing i think you're overestimating my future saying <laughs> i only see one in the future oh. everything after that's just a blur oh. um but it's it's just about um 
There's two things that get me through it. Fucking ADD and black tea, man. Aside <laughs> from that, like, it's pretty much just what not, fuels Not a coffee drinker then? Oh, I do occasionally. Yeah. But, like, um, I, I, it's... But, like, to legitimately answer your question instead of being a dickhead. <laughs> um, uh, we're full of dickheads on this show. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's weird. Um, so, <laughs> so um, I would say that it's just the dedication to want to do it mm-hmm. is yeah. what drives me. Like, yeah. And, like, it was back to what I said before. If you want to do something half-assed, then don't do it. Because you yeah. when you're, like, when you've done, a, like... Um, like um, Tim was saying in the recent episode that I listened to, when you've done a 60-hour week, because I, I listened, I'm back to like episode seven. Yeah, uh, cool. Appreciate yeah, you listening. Yeah, no, thanks, man. Good, man. I needed some material to like to <laughs> maybe <Talk>. bring up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just like oddly quote like specific time <laughs> stamps and shit. Yeah. Like the Rain Man of podcasts. <laughs> but um, but I, I'm more so like if when you've done a 60-hour week, when you've had a shit like week when when like your missus is at your throat because you're not hanging out with her mm. you you need and, and luckily i don't have that issue because like if i'm dating someone it's they they like know that this is my thing yeah right? yeah like, it's not a it's not a like a question yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like like i don't expect them to come along mm-hmm. but like a few nights a week i'm not going to be home because i'm doing yeah. doing doing stuff or i she's um no, like she's like oh i'll come over later because you've got a podcast recording yeah. or well that's shit. it i think we we've touched Priorities. on that in previous episodes you have if someone's gonna date you or you're gonna be with someone they have to accept the life that you want to live and they have to be willing to compromise for that mm. you know otherwise so it's not gonna work yeah you know, it's not yeah. gonna work in the future yeah. and that's i completely agree with that but yeah that's what gets me through it man it's yeah. like it's like i do all the stuff i've got to do my day job and all that shit to earn the money so that i can do the shit that this I career yeah. Yeah. Do. yeah well that's, that's the awesome. same thing that we're doing with this it's just like this is some, it starts off as a hobby on the side but with the ultimate goal of doing this full time like we would love to do this do, yeah what amazing job this to is do. so you much fun this is like the funnest thing i do every like I look um, forward to each week, you know. And as soon as you start something like this, a creative hobby on the side or anything like that, you end up just, that's the only thing that you want to build because it's something that's yours, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. you can get to the point where it's it's actually making you money. Like the, the feeling of accomplishment. It's a dream. Huge, yeah. Well, it's like, like a dream job. I, I like, obviously I still have a day job, right? Mm-hmm. I, you, you work in an actual bar? Of yeah, I work, I work yeah. in the basement in Belcon and I also work in IT. So yeah, like I've that's, got- I was, Good yeah. segue into the, my next question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll wrap this one up first. Um, so basically, that all funds me to do the things that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the, um, the, 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 the there was a quote. Okay, there's a quote by a comedian that I like, Dean Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Um, he tours a lot with Bill Burr. And I, listen, I listen to his podcast, man. And this is US dollars, so you just need to like, um, and it was a few years ago. But he said nothing will get someone to f- give up their career in, as a rock star or a comedian like a job paying sixty five grand a year. Yeah, yeah. And if if that's enough to tell you not to do it, then good. Mm-hmm. Like that'll sort everyone out. And I'm not like a big comedian, dude. I run a mic. I run a room now, like that sort of shit. I've got an ABN for my comedy. I earn money from it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But I'm not. I'm not to that point. But the first time you make money from comedy, dude. I've I worked for the Canberra Comedy Festival, and the first time I got paid, I was I was like, "Do I have, should I give this back?" Because I <laughs> feel like I worked for it. Like yeah. it was just they say that you get a job you like, you'll never have work a day in your life. Yeah, dude. 
comedy is the only thing I've ever earned money from where I legitimately felt like that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you enjoy doing it. It's just like something you do. Um, and that's like the writing process and stuff is the hardest part, I reckon. It's just figuring out... Because really the only way to know if your joke is funny is to get up on stage and find out if it's funny. Yeah. Um, and you just have to deal with it not being funny if, if in the moment and it's not fun. There was something <laughs> I listened to. I was listening to one of your apps on the way here, just as you said, to get a bit of content. Um, and you were talking about like the writing process with one of your mates and how you'll have a joke. Because I wanted to ask about the writing process. You have a joke that you, you'll say a couple of times a few shows and it just fails each time. So what you do is you'll restructure it or, or put it in on another joke. Mm. So I wanted to yeah, know like sort of the, the building content of new material and yeah. That, how, that often, sort of how often do you write? Yeah, what, yeah. What sort of um, like what barriers do you put up to st- stop the procrastination and the, uh, the process in that? Oh man, like it's just literally the, um, the writing process is all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, on the way here, I was yeah. driving here. And someone um, was going slow in the lane next to me. Mm-hmm. And I just thought to myself, like, I need to get around this guy because he's like a beta male. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to have a car accident and have this guy between me and the accident because who knows what he's going to do. Yeah. He's going way too fucking slow. Like, that's not alpha shit, dude. <laughs> like, I don't want – like, if you're going into war and you had someone in front of you that was like, oh, I'm not too sure, man, and they are just walking into battle instead of charging. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to let that f- dude in front of you. And that's, like, just a premise that I thought of on the way here and wrote yeah. it down while I was sitting in my car before I came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like – it just never stops. Yeah, you like, always think. I, I, what I found when I was cool and I was doing comedy, um, that because I, when I started, I, I I think I gave myself a week lead up, and I hadn't had anything written down. But I knew if I didn't just book it in, I wouldn't have done it. Mm. Um, and through that week, because I knew it was happening, I knew I was going on stage. Like you end up just thinking that whenever something pops into your head, you're like, all right, how can I make that funny? And you sort yeah. of trick it, and you're like, that's the that's the art form of comedians is because. They can take any topic, no matter what it is, even if it's touchy or controversial, they can make it funny because yeah, of the yeah. way they say it. And yeah. um, that's why all this stuff with cancel culture doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's about it's about listening to what the comedian has to say mm-hmm. and yeah. not really- Through the humor. Yeah, like I, I've got a friend of mine, uh, I won't name names, um, he's been on my podcast before, maybe I'll get him to talk about this. Yep. Um, but it's one of those things where he- had to deal with some shit mm-hmm. online because someone heard the setup for a joke and walked out without listening to oh. the the punch. Yeah. And um that was um yeah, that was like imagine going through that and and the dude was super disheartened like he he stopped coming to Mike's for like a little while. Wow. He was going to give up and I and he'd been doing comedy for years at this point. And I was just like, man, that's um yeah, that, that's a shame that it happened that way. But, yeah, if you just, I think that and, – and to be fair, man, like sometimes a joke does need work. Sometimes yeah. someone mm-hmm. will say something and they won't quite nail it, but that's mm-hmm. why it's a mic. Like, and yeah. he said that joke had a mic. Open mics are for – it should be a, a safe place because yeah. um, either new people or even, like, comedy comedians like yourself go there to try out new jokes. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the people that, yeah, walk out of an open mic and they get mad, you're like – well, yeah, obviously yeah. it didn't work. Like, but you yeah, obviously to, didn't pay to be yeah. here because you wouldn't have walked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't work. Yeah, I yeah. had. I had a bit of a. Qu- oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, I I was just sort of thinking because I've watched a lot of comedians and how I don't know if there's like a type of style that comedians try to portray 
Um, I know some comedians try to be a bit more like sophisticated, come across a bit more sophisticated. Some try to be a bit more vulgar. Is there a particular style you try to play or you just try to be as like yourself as possible? Like, Dude, I tr- I see people that put on like acts on, on stage yeah. and shit. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even want to bring a guitar on stage. I just want to yeah. be up there talking shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like Joey Diaz said. He used to run a um do you guys know? Yeah, yeah. I love Joey Diaz. He, he said he used to um he used to be like the house MC at the comedy store. Yep. And he was just like there's this dude that just kept rocking up with the guitar and he was just like, Dog, when I sent him with his guitar, man, I just want to take him off take it off him and beat him up with it. I was sick of <laughs> hearing that. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was sick of hearing that fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's it's true though. Like I I even get bored with my own jokes if if they're not evolving. Yeah, it's the same over and over yeah, again. Yeah, like if I've got it to the point where it's funny, mm-hmm. I'll put that on the backlog and start working on some new shit. And that's how it works, man. Like I, yep. I did a, um, a a paid gig the other night. and Yeah, I was going to come to that. I completely forgot about it. Oh, dude, it, shit happens. Um, <laughs> but um, you and fucking like most of Canberra, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but no, we had good turnout for like a school night. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, anyway, um, man, I had a joke that I was ready because it was a paid gig. You know, people are paying to see you want to hit them with what you got. Mm-hmm. And man, I got there and I said this joke and I added a tag on it just coincidentally. And one of my comedian buddies who was there, um, one that still does it, Tim, um, he came up to me at the end mm-hmm. and was just like, um, that tag was great. Like he had heard the setup before. Yep. Um, but he was like, that extra bit. Like makes, makes it, it. and yeah. you need to kind of be a comedian to hear that though yeah like you it's a bit like a mechanic like dude i gave my buddy who's a mechanic a lift home one night i was driving like an 86 mitsubishi pajero you guys yeah. had would you have like an xl or some shit <laughs> um, dude don't worry about my car yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard like one of the previous episodes you're talking about your cars yeah um yeah and then you gave it to tim for free oh yeah, yeah, yeah the, the laser, the laser that's shit the, car, the bomb on wheels or something after that Oh, Elantra, yeah. Elantra, yeah, yeah, yeah fuck. Um, <laughs> um, oh, the Elantra is like what they call the Sonata in other countries. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, yeah, anyway, what Shitty hatchback. <laughs> yeah, somehow trying to make myself right. Um, anyway, so, um, dude, and I gave my mate who's a mechanic, he's like drunk, and I give him a lift from the bar, and he like gets in my car, and he we're just driving down the road, and he just goes, fuck, this has a miss and a half in the third cylinder. <laughs> and like he just knew like off the sound, whereas yeah. like, it's like comedy, right? Like mm-hmm. as a comedian, I'll watch a special. I'll end up just fucking criticizing the whole thing and being like, ah, oh, dude, he dropped that tag there. Yeah. Or like he did. Yeah, because like, you understand how the structure works. So you're following in, the intricacies of comedy. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what I like because when you when you sort of start doing the research of comedy structure and how to write a joke and stuff, when you look at like um, professional comedians, you're like, how the fuck did you think of that? And then they had a callback to bring it all the way back to the end. It's just so well structured. This is why we wanted to bring you on because we did actually did a previous episode, Comedy and Humor, mm-hmm. and we're kind of making this part two because we gave our average advice. Who are we? We're yeah. fucking no ones. Like Kim, Tim's done I've a bit of comedy. I've done it four times. I've never <laughs> done any stand up. So it's good to have someone who's actually no, knows dude. the, the intricacies I'll, of it. Dude, I won't burn the fucking joke, but Tim actually has this one joke that I still quote to people. <laughs> I'll oh, tell really? you guys after. Yeah, the show. Sweet, sweet. But like, yeah, there's this one joke that Tim used to say. And I was just like, that's fucking funny, dude. Yeah. So like- I, ha- I was pretty impressed with like, I only had like four weeks to write my stuff. I was pretty happy with what I did. But there was what I found that a lot of the jokes that I was writing, they were good, but they ha- they weren't complete. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was one sort of punch or one callback that I needed to write that 
would call it back and then finish the joke. Mm. And I feel like all my jokes would just, they, they just missed that one beat to get, get the implored and the laughter, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I feel like it's hard to deliver it and hard to actually- And I didn't go enough to sort yeah. of, um, cause I wasn't comfortable on the stage. Like I feel like to be able to tweak it and figure out what you're doing, you have to be as comfortable on yeah. stage as possible. Which takes time, obviously, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first time I went to the basement, I remember the, oh, I was fucking so, I hated it because like I went there and like the number one rule of most com- stand-up comedy is get rid of the fucking mic stand as fast as possible. Get that shit out of your way. Cause if you don't, that will be in your way. And I was just like jumping over it with the cord and it, I was trying to walk the step. Oh, it was a nightmare. Well, yeah, it's kind of, it, it depends on your style. You're talking about style of comedy before. Yeah. I don't think I answered that. Yeah. I just be myself on stage. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like, my style of comedy isn't much different from a conversation, man. Mm-hmm. Conversationalist, yeah. Yeah, I, I pull back a little bit on stage compared to in conversations. And I've had comedian friends of mine that I'll have a conversation with and they'll just be like, dude, that is a good bit. Like, just say what you just said then on stage mm-hmm. and that would be a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so I guess that's good. Like, I don't, I don't really think that... I'm not going to say I'm a fucking natural or anything. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. some wanky shit like that. But I, I just like... Sometimes my conversation is actually pretty funny to some people, but because it's me that's saying it, I don't realize it's funny mm-hmm. yeah. because like yeah. I've already thought about it. Yeah, yeah. but like you, so yeah, that's my style of comedy. I usually move the mic stand because mm. I tend to fidget a lot and I'm like I'm a bit of a pacer and shit. If you are one of those people, yeah, move the mic stand. Yeah. But I know some great comedians that are just they control stagnant. it. Yeah, yeah. Like if like like if you watch any of Joey Diaz's stuff on. Um, he, he did a um, he did like a um, Ari Shafir had a um, mm-hmm. had a stand up um, like show? series yeah yeah I remember that one where they just what's happening or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Um, where they just do stories mm-hmm. some of his storytelling he needs his hand both hands because he's so animated mm-hmm. so he'll just get up there and occasionally he might grab the mic stand and like use it move. like to move or whatever yeah. but mm-hmm. he's just like both hands like the best part of that is in some of the like you were saying about improv shit like stuff you think of just on the stage there's this one bit where he like opens a bottle of water and he's so animated that he just rips the lid off it and throws <laughs> the lid over his shoulder like he's not going to need to put the lid back on he's drinking the whole thing like I had a buddy over at my house, man. He's just like, you mind if I bring over some some booze? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. That doesn't matter, man. I got booze here if you want. He's like, no, nah, I'm working on a bottle. May as well finish it. Brings it over. It's half a bottle of vodka and a bottle of orange juice, man. Jesus. And he, he pulls he pulls the lid off the vodka and just threw it in the bin. Like he, he had no intention on. <laughs> Taking that home with him. Like, was this for so a podcast? Or just was, taking yeah, out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's going to be a crazy podcast when someone works. He's like, all right, let's get this fucking shit started. Maybe that's <laughs> what we're doing wrong. Yeah, we're too sober. <laughs> we're too no, sober. Look, to be honest, man, like most of my podcasts are sober and yeah. occasionally like I'm doing an end of year one um, with, uh, and I'm, depending on when this comes out, but I uh, I did an end of year one at the end of 2020 with Kai, Kai yep. Faye. And uh, we just sat there and, like, talked about the year wrapping up. And I know, like, Joe Rogan has Joey Diaz on every New Year's and 4th of July. Mm -hmm. He was, like, a standing guest. Yeah. And that's kind of – I like the idea of having – although I have, like – um, revolving guests like just have a couple of constants mm-hmm. and just like an end of year wrap up sort of debrief episode with Kai is like a good staple yeah because yeah. Um, we when we created this we weren't sure we didn't want to have to rely on getting guests which mm. is why we decided to do it as a host sort of thing but mm. 
well, the more guests we get, the more fun the episodes yeah. are because you have that extra dynamic. You can sort of change it up a little bit more. So we're bringing more guests in now. And it gives you more content, mm. like, you know, because you can touch on past things. You don't have to rely on like, you know, new stuff because it's a third element to it, you know, and people mm. have new fresh ideas, which is really good to have. So what, what I was curious about, cause I know that you, you obviously do your own stand up, but then you also, you're doing the hosting of the basement. So yeah. like you're the MC. Now, when you're doing MC of, um, uh, an open mic, mm. are you still trying to do jokes or are you doing things that you've already written that you know are going to hit? No, it's a bit of a mix, man. When I'm doing MCing, um, if it's an open mic and I'm MCing, mm. it's, uh, tends to be like more new stuff yeah. or just like crowd work or just whatever. Figuring it out. Yeah, because it's an open mic. So it's also kind of an open mic for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's like a, a ticketed event, then that's usually when I'll bring out the more like tried and tested stuff. Yeah. But man, as an MC, you kind of got the luxury of um, doing a bit of crowd work or doing mm. a bit of like stuff that's a bit newer. You can call back to some of the other, it's more improv, I would say. Yeah, yeah. like I, some, of, some of the better laughs that I've gotten as an MC um, have been like, well, then my jokes obviously have bigger laughs, but the more reliable laughs mm. are the, the callbacks. Yeah. No, that's what I've always found is like when I'm looking at actual comedy, uh, the callbacks are always ones that get you because you, like, you don't expect them to call just back to that joke. for me and every other not- Pro comedian, what does a callback mean? Um, so it's when someone uh, does a joke at the beginning of a set, mm-hmm. um, and then like they do a completely different joke throughout their set, but then at the end of the set, they call back to the first joke. So oh, so they tie it back. They in. tie oh, it back in, yeah. Because yeah. then um, you say this really pretty good punchline at the beginning of the joke, and then they completely go off tangent, and then they bring it back. It's almost like an in joke, you know? Yeah, yeah. in jokes. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you bring it back because you're just it. like, yeah. oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I, um, I've got certain jokes that are better as openers. Yeah, like um, I tend to find stuff about my appearance is a good intro, mm. but then again, some like some comedians have like. Um, another way of doing it like um i was listening to a podcast this comedian he was saying that he found that a lot of his um callbacks and stuff were better like in the middle or towards the end yeah okay because as soon as you sometimes address your appearance that's all the audience can see mm-hmm. like they they yeah. just focus on if i just say like something about my beard or whatever um they're like yeah he does have a big beard yeah and, <laughs> that, and that, that might be something that just draws their attention they're not listening to the next part of the joke yeah, yeah. yeah. but like they might be listening intent like with intent um because they're like waiting for me to address my appearance and mm. then as soon as i do they lose their attention so like yeah it, it's, interesting. It's, it's a crazy mind it's game yeah, yeah it's cool it's cool the the actual analyzing of comedians it's just like how did you do that um no I wanted to ask you about um, the podcast, right? So you, I'm assuming you did comedy before the podcast. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And so when you decided to do the podcast, do you find there was any, like what challenges did you face when you were starting it up? Was it hard or did you find it actually pretty easy to, to get going and get guests in and do all that stuff? I'd like to thank the fan that submitted that obviously written question. No, just- <laughs> <laughs> we wish it was written. No, dude, that, was, that was well constructed. Um, <laughs> shit, I'm not used to this kind of quality. Um, we're, we're pure average. <laughs> um, no, dude, I um, it should be, should dude, season two might be uh, above average advice. <laughs> <laughs> it could be somewhat expert. <laughs> yeah. um, so, 
When I first started it, I was lucky that I actually had two years of podcasting experience for yeah. a different pod, like a music-based podcast uh, that yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in general, like even before I started that one, the biggest thing to, um, to, to, to like the biggest hurdle or the biggest thing to get um, running smoothly mm-hmm. is um, like branding yeah. Um guests and topics yeah. so that one people recognize it uh two people see like uh people when they do tune in stay engaged and listen yeah um and then also you can then recreate that content going forward it's not much good having like a deadly first season and then just like it falls to shit yeah um, 100% or like you have like really good relatable guests and stuff, and then after that, you um, lose that momentum by changing it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's what yeah. we found the hardest was yeah, thinking of because when we first started, we we're like, well, what we ha- we're not going to be able to f- fucking talk for an hour. What are we going to talk about? And, and then, then boom, we started having themes and stuff. And then we we realized once we got going, we're like, oh, we, how how can we talk shorter than an hour? Because <laughs> we're going too long. It gets hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then yeah, no, we we got to we're about you know twenty four episodes in now. We're almost near the and end. And we of the started season. running out of 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 themes like topics because like, we've we've already talked about. Like all the sort of major all topics, the main things. so that's why like, we'll stop bringing in guests. We can bring in more content, touch on past stuff, get their inputs on these things. You know, mm. and having someone like you with with actual expertise. I'm doing the air quotes. Yeah, I don't know um, yeah, about an comedy. ABN, man. Yeah, he's an, an expert. He's pro. He's got a he's business. Pro. He makes money. Business. He makes no, money but still leave the quotes. Up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's one of those things that like it's just a fun thing to start learning. Cause I, I suppose once you start doing a podcast, there's just so much stuff in the background that you don't realize you have to do. Yeah, until you yeah, start for doing sure. It. Like the branding or, or figuring out how like an RSS feed works and all that stuff, trying to get it up onto the That main was things. another thing that I was going to mention, just the technical aspect. I happen to be lucky that I work in IT and like mm. I'm fairly technically minded. Same. Um, but when I, um, when I first started just learning, like I think it's more so just to keep everything like consistent mm. is the biggest thing. And just going through all of the like, how to set up, like you said, RSS feeds and that sort of shit, and just being available on as many platforms as possible. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that, that's and also building a following is like the, the that's what the hardest part. After. Yeah, that's the hardest part. Yeah. But yeah, you, but I think if you're just constantly producing content and it's quality content, the followers will orders come. Yeah. audience will find you. Yeah, that's what we found. Did you find um you know you were you were marketing or, or promoting your stuff and then. You know, it was it was getting out to a lot of people, but there was a small percentage only you know, clicking or following. Did that did start off like that as well, or is it still like that? I just wanted to know the process for you. I just wanted the to engagement, know. yeah, engagement. I suppose, <laughs> yeah, engagement. <laughs> Try to pass you. Just wanted to know. I just yeah. wanted to know. <laughs> just, just tell me, man. I was just a, I just, it was just a joke, man. <laughs> no, but, um, no, I I think that. Um, the market changes so often. Mm, what yeah. people are consuming constantly changes. It's too you, much. You look at like before TikTok, man. Like, do you think that there was going to be a market for short videos? Fuck yeah. And someone's seen that and just did it. And look at how much it blew up. Well, they yeah. basically just stole Vine. They did. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. completely and, and, stole Vine. And Vine was... Huge. The shit. Huge. Yeah, it was, yeah. um, Vine was big before YouTube. Like yeah. YouTube 
became like good viners became YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. And, and and that's why like they have YouTube Shorts now, which mm-hmm. is basically the same shit. My my housemate actually had a viral video from a YouTube Shorts really? video. Yeah, yeah wow. it's just a video of a huntsman crawling up a wall, dude. Eighty million views. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he ended up with like two uh, with like uh, one hundred and sixty thousand subs. That's a tick TikTok doesn't make any from sense. Just a to huntsman me. crawling up just a wall. A, yeah, and and he like sleeps in the room next to me. That's crazy. Um, and yeah. I'm here trying to make it. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to just got to film some. Spiders, Tim. That's yeah. how we get. Oh them. yeah, because I want to go close to spiders. <laughs> um, TikTok is one of those weird ones too, because like you, um, it, it doesn't. You don't know what's gonna hit, because like you can do this completely random video for thirty seconds, and all of a sudden it breaks out, mm-hmm. and you're like, why? Why? I've done like fifty of the same video. Why did this one break out? It doesn't make any sense. You always see like people's reactions when they're like, holy shit! Like where they put up videos of them realizing that they had like a viral video. Yeah, but like. Um, like you're saying before about um, you know some people are seeing it but not many people are subscribing it's about just generating content yep. which is um, your content but it's also like kind of what's popular. what's happening yeah, yeah. It's, you need to have make sure that your content can be condensed into a medium that the market has an appetite for yeah so like yeah. right now we're talking about off mic we're talking about um, like short clips from the podcast mm-hmm. yeah. i find that that tends to be how people are consuming shit now like yeah people are just you just throw out like a 30 second to a minute sample mm-hmm. and people that are into it will watch the listen to the whole or watch the whole episode um because they liked that or they might listen to the first 20 minutes and then get bored yeah it doesn't matter like as long as you're like putting stuff out i just think that it's Basically, just painting with a wide brush, and yeah. eventually people will like pick it up and consume it. It's like with open mics, man. I've always said this from the start. I'd prefer to have fifty percent of the crowd absolutely hate me. Yeah. If it means the other half fucking love you, fucking love yeah. it. Yeah. Even if it means eighty percent hate me. Just to get the twenty percent that like me, you'd rather yeah. have like a, a small percentage fucking love you as opposed to everyone being like, eh, "Well, love you for who you are too." You're just doing what yeah. you're supposed to do. So, like, I'd rather people like me for who I what I'm doing. You exactly, know? Yeah. And, and like the thing is, man, those twenty percent will come back, mm-hmm. um, bring their friends, and too. they'll bring their friends yeah. to have a similar sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when you've got a ticketed gig, before you know it, you've got that twenty percent from every mic you went to, or five percent, or one person, or none. How, and might come back, and then eventually you've got a room full of that twenty percent from every mic you went to, and then you'll have a better time, yeah, yeah. with people that connect with you and, and understand and, you, and they remember you and they like you because yeah. they were into it, man. And I'd prefer that than what some people do. They'd prefer to have eighty percent of the crowd kind of smirk or think that they're cool or whatever, yeah. and a week later they forgot their set, and the other twenty percent of people just didn't even remember any of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I just want like. I'd prefer to just separate all of the like loyal fans and and people that are like not easily offended and all that mm-hmm. sort of shit. Get all that out and and just like keep generating that crowd. Yeah, the people that can get offended at a comedy show, I'm just like, what? <laughs> well, some people build a following on that, man. Really? Pe- there, there are people that will play to the crowd. Yeah. And you watch those people; they're the ones that will like they'll they'll get really big and they'll get a big following, and then they'll say one thing that someone didn't like yep. and all their fans will turn on them mm-hmm. and they'll be like, man, like I've been following this guy for years and now- look, Can't believe he, he said this. Yeah, yeah. yeah or, or whoever, mm. you know, 
And it's like, but if you like, if you build a following, look at like Isaac Butterfield, Dan, uh, Doug Stanhope, all those guys. Man, his fans are like cultish. Yeah, because yeah. they're that into him. Well, it's like um, Anthony Jeselnik too, where he he is like grandfathered in as the insulting comedian, mm. like a punch of a bunch because he's super insulting. So I mean, he does one liners, but they're like super dark. Yeah, um, but he's hilarious, and a lot of um, a lot of he's basically grandfathered in on Twitter and all this stuff because if someone in the work brigade tries to like say something, I can't believe he said this. All of his friends will just be like, Oh, you must be new here. Like mm-hmm. you just start like ripping on that person because he is grandfather. He's like, that's what he does. So like, just shut up about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 You're I, right. I, I like those kind of things. Um, what I did want to ask you two questions is like, how, how much of a set do you think you have now? Like how, if you had, do you have 30 minutes, an hour or. Yeah, I, I could do 30 minutes. 30 easy. minutes. Yeah. Uh, like, the thing is, man, and I learned this early on, I fucked up as far as like writing because I just get bored so easily with the same joke. So yeah. I, I have 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. But at this, I've probably got over an hour, but I don't have any, like I've only got like about 30 minutes of perfected that you, that you shit. you think is good, Because yeah. I get so bored with a joke, I'll move on. So mm-hmm. I've got like, like ages of mm-hmm. material but only half an hour it's of that is actually tight. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem. It's just, it's like, but it is, it is like a long game thing. Like, I mean, if I was put, if I'd already put out a couple of specials or something yeah. at this point and I wanted more material, I'd probably more be more focused on building the hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think early on, like for the first few years, it really it's is the same jokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, or just start building and like towards an hour. Yeah. Cause yeah. I think that's what I was doing when I, when I started, I had, Every single time I go back, I was doing the same jokes. Yeah. Like, and I felt bad because obviously there was the the comedians were always there, and I'm like, these guys have already heard these jokes so many <laughs> fucking times, and I know they're not going to laugh at them because they've already heard them. But the idea is obviously you tweak them and you tweak them and stuff as you keep going back. But um, Do you deal it, with many hecklers. That was my next. Oh, question. sorry. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah. are insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, do you deal with hecklers? And when was the last time you like had a real big bomb? And what was what was the like just there? Because I, I just want to touch one yeah, thing quickly. Yeah. Like, like someone like, um, for instance, Jimmy Carr, who sort yeah. of bases a show around heckling. Like, do you do that at all? Or like, what's your process with it? Uh, I don't really base a show around heckling, but I'm yeah. definitely, some people are more like geared towards dealing with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've, I, um, I've seen comedians like either they're in the mood for heckling or they just have want to get their set out. Yeah. Like it depends on how I am at the time. I'm always... <laughs> keen to have a chat if someone wants to be a smart ass i'll have a crack yeah you have to you have to put them in their place like if someone's gonna say something you have to be like all right let's fucking go but but like some comedians will just be like shut up yeah or like whatever and that sometimes is enough to shut them up Mm. dude i've seen um i've seen comedians walk off stage because they just didn't want to deal with a heckler like i i've i've seen like i said uh do a room at young and frisky yeah 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 and um one of the bartenders passed a comment about how he's already heard one of the jokes before, like out loud. And mm-hmm. the comedian heard it and got so fucking offended that he walked out. Yeah, that's not how you deal with and it. And it's yeah. just like, but like, who knows, man, that yeah. dude might've been having a shit day. Yeah, or whatever. Exactly, he did. Yeah. But like I said, at the start of the show, um, like you, um, your passion to be on stage for as long as possible gets you through shit like yeah. that. That's yeah. a callback. See, I just mentioned. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Learn a new thing. There's also a callback to our previous conversation yeah. about yeah. callbacks. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> comedy writing. I'm learning. 101. I'm learning. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, Tim, just like a hype man, just say the last word <laughs> I said at the <laughs> end of everything. Yeah. Um, 
but dude, I um yeah, so I had I've I've seen comedians fold from hecklers. I've seen um, I've seen comedians destroy hecklers. Man, I seen one of my buddies absolutely fucking destroyed a heckler. Really? Yeah, and it was good, man. It yeah, was good. You always was, feel so good when you it see w- it. it. It was like he was telling a joke that was about, you know, him not getting a missus because he's poor or some shit like that. And she comes out with like some like who date you sort of bullshit. Ooh. And he was just like, oh, fuck. And like, because he's a big guy. Yeah. And he's just like, like who else is like, you do, do you realize like, I'm the one fucking all the fat chicks. Like, <laughs> like that's like what I'm here for. Yeah. Dude. Like fat guys and fat chicks go together. Like you don't. You don't Someone realize. has to. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but he, but like I won't like burn it because that's yeah. like his his story to tell. But he yeah. went in and mm. um, it was fucking great, man. But that was his situation. I had uh, so you asked when did I last bomb? Fucking yeah. Sunday, dude. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to Smith's on Sunday on Halloween. Well, you got. Oh, not, I'm to date in the podcast, but um. The I went I went into Smith's on um, Sunday and it was the first time back for a while um, and dude I fucking ate my balls for the first like three minutes Ooh, because geez, I tried I tried to do like a callback to the previous comedian I was trying to, actually I was trying to like kind of roast the comedian yeah pre- well, not really roast but just kind of like make a comment friendly jab yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and like obviously that if it doesn't land then you're fucked for a mm-hmm. little bit but luckily and shout out to that comedian because dude. Maybe I was saying before how I have some bits that are opening bits. Yep. And they're about my like appearance or something about me or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm bombing for like three fucking minutes. I'm kind of getting a laugh here or there. Giggles, yeah. But like it was nervous laughter. Like it was like someone would just be like, I don't want to laugh too much about something that I think is funny because no one else is laughing. Yeah. So like in what you need to do, and this is part of like the psychology of comedy what you need to do is do something that'll make everyone laugh and then you're back to square one. You yep. can build on it again. Yeah. But it's fucking hard to do in a five-minute set. So, <laughs> um, and, and I even addressed it on stage. I'm like, as a professional comedian, I came out here to fuck the first half of my set to make the second part better. <laughs> and as soon as I addressed that, it started bringing it back a bit. And the comedian that I was talking about at the start yells out, like, the premise for a joke, which he knew is a good joke. He's mm. like, do the joke about blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, nah, man, that's more of like an opening bit. And yep. he's like, doesn't matter, just do it anyway. So I was like, all right, okay, pretend that I've just come out for the first time. <laughs> reopen. And I just put the mic back on the stand, turned my back, and then just came back and I yelled out like, hey, everyone, welcome to the stage, Marky Worthington. And then they all started like cheering and I grabbed the mic and I'm like, hey, how you going, man? What about that fucking last guy, man? He ate his balls on stage. And I, and I like opened for myself, yeah, essentially. Yeah, he saved it. And then I'm like, hey, before we get into it, how's this joke about this? <laughs> it sound like fucking Rodney Day, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, I tell you. <laughs> no, I did like a, um, I did my opening joke towards the end of my set, and I did that, and it got like a laugh, and and I was happy to end on that. You sometimes get stubborn, man. Yeah, You've yeah. probably seen it before. Comedians will be like, I'm not ending on that shitty joke. Like, I want to make, I want to end on a high note. Yeah. And because I finally got everyone to laugh, I was just like, all right, guys, like, thanks. I'll see you later. And yep. put the fucking mic down, bailed. And then I said to that comedian at the end, I was just like, man, fuck you. Like, as much as I try to give you shit, you fucking saved yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and he was yeah. like, no, nah, you saved it. Like, well, yeah. it was you. You just need to yeah, build it back up again, get the trust again. I swear, one, jo- one joke that doesn't work. Like, I, I remember I did. Um, one of my sets, like as I said, I've only done four, but one of my sets, I did a joke. I was playing around with that. 
Um, I said, uh, asking a white guy to go to the beach is like asking Michael J. Fox for an autograph. It's not a good idea. <laughs> and, yeah. um, like that hit mol- mol- most times, but then there was some people who were just like, ooh, and I was just like, mm, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, that's, that's another question I wanted to bring up. It's like, you know, people that get offended by co- like your comedy, like, you know, obviously you're not going to find, ever. not everyone's going to find you funny. Some people even get offended, like, Mm. Well, what's that like as a comedian? You know, having if there is there anyone that's ever come up to you been like, fucking yeah, after, hated that. After How after dare show? you say things like yeah, that? Yeah, so I've yeah. had a couple. So um, just quickly on the last one, I forgot to mention this. I um, got a heckler once, mm-hmm. and um, he was just fucking like heckling everybody. I get up there, and because this kind of goes into being offended, um, I, I get up there and I'm just like, um, all right, I've got to try and get this guy because he's been heckling everyone for the whole. Night. Yeah. Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's got like long hair and he's got like a table full of like empty whiskey glasses because oh, at the yeah. Phoenix and like they're not oh, clearing geez. his glasses. So he's just getting a new one and he's got like, he's sitting at a coffee table and it's pretty much full of fucking empty, yeah. empties, man. And he's Classic just, Phoenix. Dude, yeah, it was filthy. But so um, he, um, he, um, uh, it was good for comedy, but yeah, it was <laughs> like, too, like I'm glad it burnt down. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? The the bad thing is because it's the phoenix that like rose from the ashes, dude. Yeah, (laughs) that's the worst part. It can never die. Great insurance, (laughs) man. That like knew that it was gonna burn down. (laughs) So anyway, um, and uh, he said to me, it was like, um, he, I'm doing a bit, and um, there's a bit about how pirates get a bad rap. Like they haven't done anything for hundreds of fucking years, and we still blame them for burning DVDs and shit. And, um, I love that. And he and I was like, you don't walk through the mall and there's like an actual pirate like, hey, you want to buy seven seasons of Friends? And um, he was like, I've seen that. I've seen that before. And I'm like, what? And he was just like, I've seen that. Like, you, like I, I, pirates do sell DVDs. And I was just like, dude, we get it. Yeah. Your old man was angrier than my old man. <laughs> and and um, dude, and he just fucking... Shut down. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> Hit a nerve. Yeah. Oh no, I went in like a little harder than that. <laughs> yeah. After that, like I was like, yeah, I basically said that like he looked like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Only he's still got more brains than you. Oh, uh, oh and, uh, brutal. That's what you get for it. shut up at a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, like I, all bets are off, and and fuck anyone that like tries to cancel me on this. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the, um, should have been at the Phoenix in 2018. Um, <laughs> But anyway, while yeah, while it was burning down, probably. But anyway, so um, that and yeah, and and he was legitimately inf- offended, and yeah. um, I got off the stage and went straight out the fucking door because I didn't want to deal with him. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, and I don't know what was going on in his life to make him like that, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you yell out, it's fair game. Right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, to what you're saying before, I've had people come up to me after a gig, like not not drunk, crazy people like that guy. Yep. Normally they're drunk, but they're not like um, unreasonable initially. Yeah, they'll just come up and be like, um, "It's like the most recent one that I had, where um, dude comes up to me, and he's like, he wasn't there for the comedy show. He was just at the venue. Yeah, those are always the ones. Yeah, he fucking comes up and he's like, "Hey mate, so do you run the comedy thing here?" And I'm like. I, I just said straight up to him. No. <laughs> no, I was just like, what um, What joke offended you? Because, like, I just knew that's what his body language yeah, and everything. Yeah, you tell the demeanour. 
He was just like, right, so I can get up there and talk shit about religion, can I? And I was just like, mate, if you're funny, you can do whatever you want. And he was just like... He was Some just people like, that get up aren't funny either, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, he, he was like, yeah, right. So, like, you know, I, if I don't... Um, like, I can say whatever I want. I can talk about religion or whatever and all that shit. And, like, it won't be... You, you won't get mad. I'm like, dude, you can do whatever you want. If you, like, are deliberately offensive, I will yeah. get fucking mad. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, it's your five minutes. You do what you want. It's an open mic. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, man. He's like, he's like, um, I'm... um, It's like, what do you say? Because I, I had a... I think not just me, but a few other comedians trash religion. And this yeah. guy was like... Because it's comedy gold. Yeah. <laughs> he just He's just like, mate, I like to see myself as a good Christian bloke. Yeah. And I've got four kids and, you know, I bought them all right. And, and um, I, I talked about this on the Tom Ballard podcast. I was just like, man, it's Tuesday night. You got four kids and you're drunk off your ass <laughs> at a fucking bar. Super like, Christian. Man, how Christian of you. Yeah. No good sentence starts with, I try to be a really good Christian. Yeah. No sentence starts good that way. Dude, and he, and he was just like, well, I'm coming back next week. We're bringing 20 mates, and if I don't like any jokes, we're starting a riot. And Holy I'm just like, shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, come bring 20 mates, man. Like, I could do with the As long the as crowd. they pay the cover charge. Yeah, I'll charge, <laughs> like, you can pay me now. Like, give me give me 100 bucks, man. Yeah. Prepay it, you know I just I mean? love that. It's just like, that's not a very Christian yeah, threat. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, what are you... Like, going to be dressed up in your, like, Christian fucking army The shit. funny thing is, I feel like if you, you know, you give an offensive joke to someone who is secure enough not to get offended. Like, if he was secure enough in his religion, yeah. he wouldn't care. He'd be like, yeah. oh, whatever, he disagrees, whatever. Well, it's just like so it's interesting. the controversy going around, like, Dave Chappelle at the moment with Closer yeah. and stuff. He's just like, he's made, like, I think it was, I was watching um, Ben Shapiro on Facebook or something. He said, he's like, do you know there was, like, four anti-Semitic jokes around there? I didn't care. I don't care. No one cared. It's just the, pe- the the small group of people care about a specific joke, and then all of a sudden the whole special is broken. You know what I mean? Dude, most of the people that got offended by it admitted to not watching it yet. Yeah, exactly. It's no one's like- seen it, and no one's seen it in entirety too. And that's like that's like finishing a book, uh, not like finishing a book halfway through and saying, "Oh man, the ending sucks." Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. Well, I, I um. I noticed it as soon as it came out. Like mm-hmm. I was flicking through Netflix. And I'm like, holy shit! So I like just happened to be in a in a place where I wasn't like doing anything. So I was like, yeah, fuck, I'll watch it. Funny. And <laughs> I, yeah, dude. And I watched it before it was controversial. Same. Like so, I like I was like, yeah, that's good. And then I just start seeing all this shit about yeah. it, and I was just like, fuck. And I had a um, question I was going to ask you. Yeah, go for it. Like, I'll try and keep it cool because you guys. um, Ten minutes left. Yeah, go for it. I don't. I don't want to be that guy that we're we're sort of unstructured at the moment. I'm sure when I edit it, it'll go back down to one. Um, (laughs) So it's fine. (laughs) One minute. Um, (laughs) And you take out the shit. But yeah, so um, I uh, for the listeners, I also have um some advice in my episodes, but it's not what the show's based on. Um, and I encourage people to send in shit and um, I, I wait until I get five or six and then I'll do an episode just on advice, but I usually only do like one a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so if you're listening, please send in yeah. your questions, yeah. your, as your we input. S- as we, we, want every we want that. <laughs> yeah, listen through to the end of the show. I'll give you where to send them, so you have to listen to the next 10 minutes so yeah. that you can get it. Um, all right, but anyway, so this is um, like relationship related. Yeah, okay. Hello, my friend is dating this guy and they are engaged. He has flirted with other girls before and and has been sexting and stuff, but he said he would stop that after it happened when she caught him once before, right? She found on his computer about a month ago that he had all these nudes from his ex there still. Mm -hmm. 
Now, he said that um, they were from their previous, like, when they were dating, but is that a red flag and should they still get married? No. 100% no. If he's already talking to other girls girls when she's engaged, he's going to continue doing that. Like, guys don't yeah. stop doing that. If you do it once, you do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my opinion would be, like, how many red flags do you need to see before you be like, no, nah, I'm done? Um, yeah. Like, again, with the nude pictures, I don't think I've ever kept nude pictures from an ex- like once I break up, they're gone, you know, because mm. that's just temptation. I don't want to deal with. Yeah, dude. Once I've seen the real thing, they're gone. Exactly. Yeah. What's the point <laughs> of a picture? You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think I, and definitely if it's brought up and then it's happened again. Yeah. Multiple like times. Definitely. Like you know they don't respect you yeah. as a person. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. gonna do that again and sort of it's sort of betraying you a second time. It's like you know shame on one. Do it once. Shame on me. Yeah. You know, do shame it twice. Yeah, shame on you. No. That sort of thing. Cut, cut him loose, listener. Cut I him loose. Like, you know, I feel like you can always give everyone a chance, and if they make a mistake, if they then mistakes, betray that again. Yeah, mistakes you know. happen, but at the same time, like when he was caught, that's not the first time he's done it. It's no. the first time he was caught. caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. first time he was caught. It's yeah. a pretty and fucking open and shut case that one. Yeah, yeah. And then after after you're caught, then you just become more sneaky. Mm. Like it's yeah. not about oh, I'll stop. I promise. I promise to stop is a dumb fucking sentence because mm. if he promises to stop, why are we still talking about it? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you ever tried to catch beach worms, dude? <laughs> no, not, no, I haven't seen that I have. Okay, well, look, dude, once you like, once you like scare them, you can never catch them again, dude. Because they're just and gone. That's the same. Yeah. Like once, once they catch a dude cheating, man, he's yeah. going underground, exactly. and there's no fucking way that you're gonna. But like, man, uh, it kind of like leads into like some advice that I gave a buddy of mine who's got like a missus that like will always get hit on when they go out. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it's a trust thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, like, 100%. I, yes. I know my missus gets hit on. Mm-hmm. Like not most like, girls do. Yeah. Not like, and, and to be fair, dude, like if you're dating a chick that doesn't get hit on fucking, there's a reason that she's with you, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're the backup. Yeah. You're the, yeah, exactly. Like you were the first one to hit on her. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Well, well, you just have to, yeah, you have to trust that they're not going to do anything about it. Yeah, and yeah. that's the truth, though. Like, I've I've had that situation, man. Like, um, and like I've had girls that will show me. Mm. Like, I, dude, I've had girls like because I'm in the I, I'm in the metal scene, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like three chicks for like four thousand guys. <laughs> yeah, and um, if you turn up to a gig and you've got a girl with you, dude. I've had girls that I've got, like, we haven't been dating. We've just gone out to a gig or yeah. whatever. And, like, we're, like, you know, we might be banging, but we're not mm-hmm. dating or whatever. And they'll, they'll like, show me the next morning because their relationship will be single on Facebook. Yeah. Right? Or whatever. Like, I don't know what the kids are using these days. Yeah. But, um, man, I'll get home. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll stay. Like, she'll stay the night. And in the morning, I had this one girl show me. She had, like, four inboxes from friends of mine. That were like, hey, I seen you at the gig last night. Like, maybe we could, like, get to know each other better or fucking hang out sometime Classic. and shit. And they knew that I was there with her. Like, yeah. you know, just like, yeah. but that's just how it happens, dude. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I like, she ended up banging all of them. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, but <laughs> you know what guys, I mean? Guys, like, guys, when there's not a no- lot of options around, they'll, they'll go in with anyone. Especially if there's not, like, you know, that that label. But even if there is that label, some guys will you have guys a go. Respect. You know? But those are yeah. how you know who your friends are. Like, yeah. It's also, like, when you're in that like before you start dating period. Mm. It, like, Honeymoon phase. Well, like um, the, like for example, that girl, she went ahead and hooked up with like a, one of my mates. And I was just like, you're not going to date me because yep. you did that. Yeah. Yep. Whereas like my current girlfriend from the first date we had, 
to now, she's only ever seen me. Yeah. And that's how I knew because she wanted to be with me yeah. and I didn't have to do anything it about it. It wasn't about like sex or anything. It was about she liked you. She wanted to be with you. As soon as someone, you. soon as someone yeah. has sex with one of your friends, it's done. You know, yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm, not, I'm never going to date you again. And maybe even like- It was weird. Like I, I've had friends that I've kind of thought, should I still be friends with that dude? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. It depends mm-hmm. on the girl. But like- um, Depends on the situation too. And it also depends on the friend. Like, yeah. yeah. I've had buddies of mine. Like, so I, I, there's this one girl, like I said, one of the three chicks in the metal scene. <laughs> I was seeing her for a little bit and- um, she was also on Tinder while she was seeing me, so she's still like on I the think, fucking yeah. market. Yeah, and um, one and um, she matched with a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and classic Canberra, and he had seen us together somewhere mm-hmm. with like a week prior. Yep, and she was like, "Hey, do you want to hang out?" And he was like, um, "Are you still seeing Marky?" And she was like, "I oh, like we are casually," and then. He was like, nah, if you guys are still seeing each other, I wouldn't do that yeah. to him, so see you later. Yeah. And she came to me, and she was, like, mad because she was like, hey, this fucking guy didn't want to see me because I was, like, seeing you casually. And I'm just like, one, you- fuck off. Like, <laughs> you were just like my boy. But yeah. two, two, I was just like, dude, what a fucking unit, dude. Yeah. Like, I've never – I'll fuck him, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, what a good guy. Exactly. No, it's it a shows, good test. It shows that he's not desperate, and he respects you, and he's like, oh, well, I mean, I'm not going to get in the way of any yeah. weird stuff. I like Mark. I don't want to make our relationship weird. Yeah, One of awesome. my exes, like, very long time ago, very, very long time ago, we broke up. Um, and then she tried to have a go at Zara. <laughs> like, she was super drunk downstairs. Very, very, like, like suggesting it. And so I was like, goodbye. <laughs> it's like, I, need I don't even know who you're talking about right I'll now. I'll tell you, you after. Tell me after. I'll tell yeah. you after. Because um, as soon as I say it, you're like, oh, yep, that oh. definitely happened. Yeah, that definitely happened. Yeah. Well, it brings us to an hour, I think. Yeah, right? look, oh. I think that's probably the end of it. But no, I really appreciate you obviously coming on and uh, letting the people know a little bit more about your life and how the comedy start. How do you how do you get started in comedy in the Canberra market? Yeah, but no, it's just we just liked having it because we give average advice mm. and we wanted to have a segment where we bring on people with a bit more knowledge in these areas. So it's good to have advice. Actually, yeah, so it's good having your input because you actually have advice that's probably useful. It's a good contrast <laughs> to our crappy average advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is a um. Uh, I'm I'm glad to be like the intermediate advice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're the yeah. on the way to some sort of good. You know advice. how some people bring in like expert doctors and stuff. You're an expert doctor. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're an expert doctor. I'm, I'm, I'm Canberra's fucking comedy doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too easy, man. Well, I think we'll leave it there. But look, we'll see everyone next week and stay average. Stay average. Oh, do you want me to do my? Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Shit, sorry. Um, no, it's um, my fault. <laughs> no, all good, man. So, uh, you if you've listened through to the end of the episode, that means you're keen to listen to where you can send your fucking questions and shit to. Yeah, fuck so anything you want to send through via email, um, we got like advice. If you have any cr- funny stories, I sometimes just will have someone call me, mm. tell me a story over the phone. I'll edit that and drop it into the episode. That's they sick. don't yeah. need to be a yeah. guest. So that's um, all that goes to Marky Worthington comedy at gmail.com. Um, you find me on the socials at Marky Worthington comedy, Facebook, um, Instagram, and YouTube. Also have a Twitch Marky gaming. Yep. Cool. Marky Worthington Gaming and also uh, Marky Comedy on Twitter. What, what kind of games you play on? on uh, retro. retro. Retro games, nice. Yeah, yeah. so um, every Sunday I stream retro game and this month I'm playing um, a side-scroller like Slasher mm. um, called Splatterhouse Fuck nice. yeah. on um, Sega you Mega Drive. You played Hollow Knight? I'm playing no. Hollow Knight at the moment. You love that game. It's a good game. I would recommend if you like those sort of games, like sort of 2D hack and slash. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit, man. And you can find um, Marky's podcast on all the pipes, I assume. Spotify, I know, is one. Yep. Um, Spotify, um, 
I'm on um, Apple iTunes, yep. uh, Apple Podcasts, or yep. whatever. Um, and then, but I'm also on like all the weird ones as well, like um, like Amazon Podcasts. Yeah, and, like, well, we we've been getting views. We look at our like Podbean stats, and we've been getting views from platforms we didn't even know we yeah, were on. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, okay, no I guess we're on there too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like I'm all all of those, but I'm I'm directing a fair few people towards my YouTube channel because a mm, lot of yeah. the, what I've been doing has been like videos and stuff as well. So like I'm building my YouTube and Twitch following. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So YouTube or Spotify or any podcast that you listen to, go and listen to Marky's funny. Yeah, go check him out. Go follow him and, you know, join the show again yeah, next week. Easy. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Bye. bye. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yeah, yeah right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shame for shit all day. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blow it. into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to Keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me 10 bucks. Hey, right.